Hey guys, once again, this is Dustin from Barbarically Candid. We are brought to you by Barbarically Candid Coffee. You can find us on the Delta V website, Delta V Coffee. Check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it, and it helps us bring you better content. So check it out. Here we go. Welcome back to Barbarically Candid Podcast, your favorite backyard news source. I am Dustin, as always. And I am Gavin. And we're here to bring you all the news. It is news across the nation. It was now, wild. Huh? It's been a while. It has. It feels, it feels like it's been a long time. I've been on a 10-day straight, 10 12s in a row. You've been busy with work. And then yesterday, let me just quickly set the stage. Worldwide... There were 60 rallies for freedom, and that wasn't just in the States. It was in London. The one in Germany got killed by the government, and they made them all put on a mask, so that one kind of got broken up. Um, But multiple, I think three dozen cities across the greater United States. And you you were there. You were at the Houston one. Yeah, I, I was boots on the ground. I posted the video. Hopefully, some of y'all got to make it out. I was working. Oh, oh yeah, this, but he's so busy. Oh, oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> so uh, I'll just quickly set the stage. There was a there were technically two rallies that happened. The Cubans had a march from Discovery Green at nine a.m. ending at City Hall at eleven a.m. Well, at eleven. And what was the point of their march? Their march was their march against socialism for their family back home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, it's very hot-button topic right now. Absolutely. And the effed up part is that when you hear CNN or, or MSNBC talk about what's going on in Cuba, they phrase it as the issue is because they don't have enough COVID vaccines. But you, you talk to anybody who's actually living there or has family, they're like, they don't give a damn about that. They want to be able to eat, yeah, feed their families, have exactly. jobs that provide. They're, they're ab- that is the definition of, of systemic oppression. Which here's the thing. I know a lot of people have said that it's because of um, the embargo. There's only an embargo on certain items. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, that's not what it is. So there's, Yeah, there's a whole system of issues that have happened there that have never gotten fixed because, quite frankly, the rich can eat. <laughs> so, right. so who cares? So you said y'all had some good speakers out there. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Stephen Hotze, absolutely wonderful guy. Awesome speaker. Uh, I'm sure some of you may remember Angela box. Uh, she got famous from Tommy's garage and wound up kind of becoming her own star locally. Uh, she's done a lot of work with Isaiah, uh, Carey, but before Isaiah factor ever started nowadays, If do you remember Sam? Which you've been Malone? on, yeah, oh yeah. Do you remember Sam Malone, the uh, DJ? bartender at Cheers? Yes, <laughs> dated Diane for a while, and then I'm going to say he was the K. He was the he used to be a morning KRBE uh, radio guy. Okay, and apparently he's he's more 
right of center than I guess what KRB kind of is about, you know. So he's got his own show on, I think it's like AM 1430 or something like that. And she does regular uh, visits on that. She was cussing and trash talking the commies across the street during this event. Really? It was awesome. Wow. She was like, F you. And of course, they had their little bullhorns. And explain to me why somebody would ever think that they are in their right mind when you've got this, like, uh, green shirt with a swastika on it and you're against fascism. Explain that. I shit. mean, I'm sure if you ask them, they'd probably be like, no. You're the, the swastika is the other way. It's the Tibetan symbol for life. Which I not anymore. I'm sure it was back then, but you know what? There's certain words you just can't take back. And of course, yeah. And of course, you know, <laughs> symbol. You just it just doesn't work that way. So you you've got that. You had uh, peaceful police everywhere. Uh, Proud boys were there. Patriot boys like were there, and there was uh, some which 3%. is that new group, correct? Yeah, and there were some three percenters there as well. Um, we were on a security detail, didn't have any issues. I will say, there was one oddball out of that bunch. Those commies had a security guard, a Black Panther, a single Black Panther as a security guard. I'm not going to lie, I didn't know the Black Panthers were still active. Oh, yeah. Very, the new Black Panthers are very much still active. Okay. But you really only hear about them up north. You don't hear about them that often down here. But they had they were doing some stuff uh, close to my house during the election season. Okay, and I was I, I wasn't there. And I didn't. I was like, I gotta go to work. Damn it! I want to fuck with these guys. <laughs> but anyway, what you troll someone? No, oh, it was gonna be great. But just know there's gonna be more rallies. Uh, unfortunately, and we'll try to get them out. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm gonna work on this. Uh, well. Gavin got thrown in Facebook jail again. <laughs> and uh, so it was up to me to load it. And I actually loaded it Saturday morning because I completely spaced it because Facebook wouldn't let me bring it up at first. He had to resend it. It was a whole thing. So it's Yeah, there's been a bunch of drama. As a matter of fact, I've seen people who posted videos get taken down immediately because, oh, there's some music in the background and you can't have that. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, copyright Which, law I, is copyright I can understand law. that, but I'm like, it doesn't take long for them to figure that out. Like, I don't know how their filter system works. Yeah. Anyway, there will be events. Uh, I'm going to work on posting all this stuff and making sure that all of you guys can hopefully have time. Come out and and join us. When do you get out of Facebook jail? Oh, I I might be halfway through at 30. I I think I'm close to halfway through. So catch me on the end. So only 15 (laughs) more days until you're free at last. Free Free at at last. last. Thank God almighty. Free at last. Okay, let's get into our stories. (laughs) So our first story, there's a lot of vaccination talk this week. There's been a ton of vaccination stories. Our first story is NFL players have been reacting to the new league rules surrounding. um, So the NFL announced new rules for outbreaks among unvaccinated players, which could include the forfeiture of games and in turn the loss of pay during the course of the 2021 season. Mm -hmm. Some players were not pleased. DeAndre Hopkins tweeted, never thought I would say this, but being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to partake in the vaccine is making me question my future in the NFL. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Judon Juden tweeted, the NFL PA fucking sucks. 
True. Straight and to the point. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey tweeted, some y'all clearly didn't get what I'm saying here. The NFL is pressuring, influencing guys to get the vaccine. They are saying if there is an outbreak, the team will be penalized heavily. Mm-hmm. My point is no teammate of mine will feel that pressure for me because they didn't want to take a vaccine. Which is good. Here's the thing. Like, what if you have players, just because they're football players, doesn't mean they don't have underlying conditions. And quite frankly, what are you going to they can't do anything unless they could sue the league, but they can't sue right. the pharmaceutical company. Well, and he, well, see, I don't know how that would work out because OSHA uh-huh. has now stated that if your employer requires you to get the vaccine as terms of employment, they are financially responsible for any side effects that might happen due to the vaccine. Very interesting. I wonder if they... But that's why a lot of plants in the area stopped. Not that they're not suggesting you get it, they but don't they're not pushing liable. it quite as hard anymore. Oh, so if it, if it could hurt their pocketbook, then their minds change. Well, you know what the bottom line is. That dollar-dollar I mean, bill, y'all. Of course. Mm. But with the NFL, I don't know if they fall under OSHA. Like, I don't know how that works. You so. would think somehow that's got to be in there. Now... The fact that if you had the forfeit, it counts as a loss. Well, and if, and if that happens, if that happens, they don't get paid for that game because I guess they get so much money per game, right? And they won't get paid for that game. But you now, know what this could mean. But what does that tell me? How is it any different? Because whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you can catch it, mm-hmm. and you can spread it. Mm-hmm. But you're only going to penalize them if they're unvaccinated. Here's the thing. The, the, va- the vaccination, as they call it, even though it's not really the mRNA in it, the way it's supposed to work is you can still catch it. But the mRNA component, from what I've read, is supposed to stop the virus from replicating within your body. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to get as sick as you normally would have. According to the doctors that right. watch it. But with that, you can still spread it. Yeah. You can still catch it, but you're only going to get penalized if you didn't get the vaccine because you didn't trust it because, once again, it's still in trial phase till the end of 20 – one of them's still in trial phase till 2022. One of them's trial phase doesn't end until February of 2023, I believe. That's a, that's a good ways away. It, it, it really is. And so I think people are right to, like – Step when do we get when do we get to this where we're not allowed to question things? Well, that's what they want. I and the, you know they're like, oh, your opinion doesn't matter because you're not a doctor. Mm. If you think that these doctors' opinions are not swayed by money, by money, political stuff, I mean, just look up anybody who you know who knows somebody who's a pharmaceutical sales rep. <laughs> There's a reason that those dudes make so much money if they can sell it to a doctor, and the Tactics that they go through to get someone to buy. And I've even heard, like, people are, you know, I heard we were brought up on um, Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit. Mm -hmm. Great podcast. If you guys haven't checked it out, checked it out. Um, And even Nick from there, he was like, you know, I like the, he was saying he liked our podcast because he was like, I don't always agree with what they say. And, you know, you can look up anything you want to look up and get your side of it. Right. 
And confirmation bias is truly a thing. I will totally agree with that. I tried to look at a couple different sites to get a couple different feel right. on it, but there's definitely confirmation bias where you see something, you're like, oh, that's what I was thinking it was. So it definitely happens. Still, go check out their podcast if you get a chance. It's awesome. But uh, we try to be fair and impartial. Definitely. Try to get all the facts and form our own opinions about things. But, like, there's no reason that we shouldn't be able to question, especially with something like this where we've been lied to time and time again. And then, the, you know, just ask the Native Americans. Yeah, One of the yeah. scariest sentences you can hear is, trust us, we're from the government, we're here to help. <laughs> yeah. Of course, are, are, is that technically the same people who were like, come with me if you want to live? It's about the same, huh? Pretty much. Or at least that's how they want themselves to feel. Yeah, I mean, you saw the thing I shared earlier with the, the reasons I don't trust oh, the yeah. government, MK Ultra, <laughs> yeah. Operation oh, yeah. Tuskegee, all that stuff. Now, you know, one thing I, I hadn't told you yet, I had a very random phone call uh, about three day, three nights ago from a Louisiana, New Orleans area code. Okay. So I'm thinking, is this family I don't know who's got my number somehow? Hello? And, you know, it says, oh, uh, please stay on the line if you'd like to be a part of our teleconference for the COVID-19 vaccine. I was like, the fuck is this? Huh. I'll, I'll listen in. Yeah, why not? You know, I'm sitting there folding clothes. I got nothing else to listen to to occupy my brain. So I'm listening to this hour-long conference about uh, doctors and happy people trying to make sure that people of color get the stick and mask up. And this is funded. I, I can't recall who the actual company is, but it was funded by a private organization. So you know what? This is what we're up against. It's real I mean, stuff. I'd like to think that it's not us versus them because I know a lot of people. And when I say us versus them, I mean those of us who have chosen not to partake in the vaccine against right. those who have taken the vaccine. Because a lot of times that vaccine is taken out of fear. Yeah. Old and people. fear is a powerful, powerful motivator. So I'm not. Fear is the mind killer. Yeah, fear is the little death that brings total abomination. <laughs> a little Dune Frank Herbert for you there. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's not us versus them. I feel like, once again, this is why we started this. We haven't had a guest in a while, but uh, it comes down to sitting down at a table, talking our differences out, and maybe understanding at least where each other's coming from. Y- y'all just stay tuned. I'm I'm working on a few guests. Um, this, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I got some plans just got to make I've sure put my feelers cold. out a couple times, but some people are afraid to lose in business. So I get it in I this day and age. That. I completely get it, but we're, we're working on it. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So, uh, next we yeah. have, you know, more vaccine stuff. Ooh. Macron to the French Emmanuel <sighs> Macron, the risk takers back, never having won an election of any kind. Correct. He embarked on a wild political gamble in 2016 and a year later at 39 became the French president. Now, within nine months until the next election, the leader who has no qualms about concentrating power has decided to try and coerce people steeped in the values of liberty into getting vaccinated against the coronavirus. Responding to a surge in cases of the highly infectious Delta variant, the newest one on the street, 
Mr. Macron, in an address to the nation Monday, stopped just short of imposing universal mandatory vaccinations. But he made clear that the lives of unvaccinated French people would quickly become miserable, potentially restricting their travel and even their ability to sit for a coffee or dine outside their home with their friends. So here we are again, just like the NFL. It's the powers that be are, you know, you don't have to get it, but if you don't, you will Life's going to get tough, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, because we can't just straight up tell you to go get it, but we're going to, you know, twist your arm in every possible way so that you choose to get it. Because you get tired of just, I'm just going to do it because it gets them off my back. I mean, that's... Some, there will be many. There's going to be a lot of people, yeah. and especially like I'm not going to lie. If they came out tomorrow at my job and said, "Look, you either have to get it, or you're out of a job, or you're out of a job," I'm I'm going to go get it because I have to provide for my family. I'm not going to be happy about it. And next year, you know, just like the flu vaccine, I don't ever get that. Yeah, right. Same. But next year, I'll hold off as long as I can unless they come down with it again. Because yeah, that's right. Because this thing only, only only lasts for three, three to six maybe, months. Maybe yeah. six months. I guess it depends on your body. depends on how things go. We don't know. They don't know. We're just experiments in a big-ass test tube called Planet Earth. Yeah, but I will say for those of you who, because I've seen a lot of it. Mm-hmm. The conspiracy theorists, man, that's got that mRNA in there. It's going to get in there and change my DNA, change my dinner, and I'm going to grow gills and get a third arm and be all screwed up. And well, I mean, I saw Waterworld. It's not how it works. Might be interesting. It's not how any of it works. <laughs> I promise you. The science, I've read up on the science. The science is legit, but I'm just, side effects is really what I'm where I'm an asthmatic. Mm-hmm. Um so there's definitely some underlying conditions, and it's a respiratory thing. So I'm just like, uh, I just can't pull the trigger yet. Maybe one of them gets FDA approved. Maybe. We'll see. Fair enough. I'm going to hold out for as long as I can. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. Just, I just, sorry, guys. I just don't want it. And I can't, I cannot foresee my company making people do it. It's just not that kind of company. Well, and I've, I'd be shocked. Like, I've come this far. We've done this show together. Yeah. You caught it. And I want to say you caught it right after we started the show. The first episode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you would think if I was going to catch it, it would have been then. Yeah. And I haven't caught it yet. So I'm not like, I'm not just raring to get it. But if I'm saying if it comes down to it and one gets FDA approved, right. you know, that's. Now, you know what? I have an idea, especially for these folks in the NFL. Maybe the players union could make some kind of deal about Evermectin and uh, uh, oh the hydrochloroquine, uh, yeah. Evermectin and zinc. Yeah, maybe they could make. Oh, you mean that, that stuff uh, that Trump mentioned during his term, where he was saying, "It's great, take the hydrochloroquine, zinc. It's going to help your body absorb it." And they ridiculed the shit out of him. I recall. And but then, then as soon as Biden gets elected, oh hey, by the way, hydrochloroquine works. They got on Trump's ass because some hillbilly in Florida went and took f- something else. It was not hydrochloroquine. It was that it was like hydrochlora Clorox or something. But his but his his clothes were clean, right? Oh, super clean, <laughs> super clean veins. But, yeah, but no, I mean, you know, you're gonna have those people. We we had kids eating Tide Pods. You're always gonna have idiots. Yeah, I mean, don't you re- recall when the kids were like licking the toilet seat? Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, next up, um, I'm not really familiar with this guy, Larry Elder. Okay, let me go over this one. So, as you guys know, Gavin Newsom has been recalled. Newsom, not Babineau. We got the good one here. Yeah, I mean, I'm in Facebook jail, but that's entirely different. That's just because he's a troll. Yeah. (laughs) So... Because Gavin Newsom is being recalled, they're having a emergency-type election so that they can figure out, well, who's going to be the new governor? Well, when you looked at the entire list of possibles, Larry Elder always ranked the highest. Right. He's Which he's a Republican, right? He is. He's a, a I know, black Republican. I know he's a uh, conservative talk show radio host. Correct. Very smart guy, very well-spoken guy, um, sharp as a tack. You know, if I could ever meet the guy, I would be glad to buy that I'm gonna guy. I'm going to have to check out some of his YouTube or check his shows or Instagram. something. Check him on Instagram. He does like a little morning uh, okay. robe rage every morning. It's pretty, it's quick to the point. Cool. cool. I'll check it out. <clears throat> so what happened was this, the judges ruled that he was ineligible at the last minute to run. Well, and just so you know, the reason why I have it here was mm-hmm. uh, allegedly mm-hmm. filing incomplete tax information. But what it came down to was they redacted mm-hmm. like cert- like his social, his personal address. Excuse me. It was minute things like that that, you know, like if you want the numbers, have the numbers. But, you know, I don't want people to be able to go find my house. Right. This, so that's Completely what understandable. Right. And as a matter of fact, it's the same shit Gavin Newsom has been known to do. He's always done it. But, you know, what works for one didn't work for the other side. So they went to court over it, and immediately the judge was like, oh, yeah, okay, you're good. So he's in. Okay. It was a vic- it was like a last-minute vic- small victory because, you know, you still have to go through the entire process. But he's in. Obviously, California has nothing to do with us. But, I mean, they're do, they're running their state into the ground and sending a lot right. of Californians all away. Right. So I am completely behind Mr. Larry Elder. I hope someone sends this to him. My name is Gavin Babineau. If I live there, sir, you would have my vote. As a matter of fact, I want you to win so well that you fix that shithole of a state and your people move back. Please. Thank you. Please, please. <laughs> Uh, this next story, I don't really want to cover. <laughs> I don't care about Le- about LeBron James. I heard the new Space Jam movie is garbage. Yeah, I've heard that. You know, the graphics are great, and kids are going to like it because it's it's fun. But I heard it's very like heavily nostalgia based. That would be a good thing. I, I, which I suppose I, I'll probably break down and watch it with the kids. But I've heard nothing but bad things about LeBron's performance. Just tell me this. Did they, like, digitally edit his hairline back? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, he's bald, folks. I mean, I totally feel his pain, but I just I gave up and just shaved. He had, the last time I checked, he hadn't given up just yet. Now, I do want to talk about, because we've been talking about a few different shows. Our lights just got brighter. Ooh, um, and the Lord said. Yes. Um, we've been talking about a few different shows here lately. Space Jam was not one of them. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about? Black Widow earlier. Black Widow. Uh, Loki. Masters of the Universe. 
If you haven't checked it out yet, I was a huge He-Man kid growing up. And I understand that a lot of you may have been too young. <laughs> yeah. It may have been before your time. He-Man was my shit. Like I had all the figurines. I had Snake Mountain. I had Castle Grayskull. I had Cringer slash Battle Cat. I had Panthor. All the characters. Like nice. all of it. He had the power. You, you damn right. I went I went as He-Man to, for Halloween one year. <laughs> Awesome. I mean, the fur, oh, shit. all of it. It all started then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, the new, I actually sat down and watched it with my youngest, my daughter, the other day. And the boys kind of <laughs> watched it too, but they weren't super into it at the time. They were more focused on Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Priorities, but, kids. But she loved it, and I got literal chills watching it. I was like, it's like being a kid again. It was amazing. If you haven't checked it out, it's on Netflix. Kevin Smith was involved. Uh, Lena Headey. Really? Cersei from Game of Thrones is yeah. Eva Lynn's voice. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar she's, is Tila. She, she's still alive? Oh, my God. I hadn't heard about her in years. Buffy. Well, yeah, I know, but that's been years ago. Yeah, but she's been in stuff since then. But um, she does Tila. Okay. Uh, Man at Arms is, oh, he was the guy with the flaming sword in Game of Thrones. Don't even ask me. But anyway, yeah. um, but there's a lot of great voices. Mark Hamill is Skeletor. I, I, I looked up the little casting on Google. I was like, I didn't oh, fucking Mark I didn't, Hamill. I didn't recognize the guy that does Prince Adam slash He-Man, but he was good. Yeah, was good. Uh, I don't think he's somebody all that famous. But hey, it's a very it, it's different. A voice. It's a very different story. I'm going to tell you without trying to give away any spoilers. It does not focus solely on He-Man. So there's like character he's not development the, in the He's in not the, the major universe. plot point of the fir- at least the first season. So perhaps it kind of builds up to him being something bigger. Right, but check it out. Definitely check it out. I I'm going to I'm going to find someone's Netflix and I'm going to sit tuned and I'm going to watch. There are only 30 minute cool. episodes and there's only 5 or 6. But make sure you watch so watch all 5 episodes and then there's an after show. Where, okay. they, where they interview like the voice actor. So it's good. It's okay, worth the watch. Cool. Now for our last story, before we get into listener questions, you know, I'm going to totally laugh because I realize so much that you don't like LeBron, but did you, could you at least mention that? Cause there are probably NBA fans who listen in the finals are over. People can go back outside again, or maybe even watch rugby on a Saturday. You know, that would be nice. Or football. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you can watch the oh, uh, the, the Olympics. Olympics was, yes. Yeah. We My wife and kids are upstairs watching the Olympics as we speak. Okay, so we I don't think that we even talked about the Olympics yet. but I mean, we've, we've talked about um, what's ha- Shikari. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about athletes. But, but what just happened, two terrible things. Well, go, you know, go woke, go broke stories have happened for the U.S. and the Olympics. As oh, of right do now. tell. One, the women's Olympic team in soccer lost. They got their asses handed to them after kneeling to Sweden. They lost like three to zero. So that's huge. And Sweden, from what I've read, is not a huge, huge grade team. I want what's-her-name back. Get rid of Megan Rapinoe. And bring back the one that stripped her shirt off. I don't don't remember her name, but you know what I'm talking about? They won, and she was like, yeah. Look at my – I mean – 
Yeah, she didn't really have a lot there, no, but still, it was just they it were was a good nice team. To see them, oh, they yes. were an amazing team. <laughs> and uh, they, but no, and, and they loved America. Also, America, America. Also, for the and first I need to get time, like an eagle screech for the soundboard. <laughs> hell, hell yeah! <laughs> for the first time in seventeen years, the U.S. men's basketball team lost. Oh wow, that's huge! To who? Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name because I just saw it today, and I just kind of laughed. I was like, are you effing kidding me? But we will never have a team like the Coronavirus update, I just got it in. Okay. International Olympic Committee allows athletes to briefly shed masks on the medal stand. (gasps) Oh, why isn't that mighty nice of them? Thank you, Massa. (laughs) Or maybe if they had all faced a different direction. There you go. (laughs) That would have been okay. So... That's your quick update in sports. Uh, I hope that the, our I athletes see, who I'll, care. I want to see when the uh, the weightlifting portion starts. Oh, you know what? The New I'm Zealand gonna, yeah. weightlifting portion. I'm going to have to pay attention. I mean, I mean, you know, just because I might learn from this training about how the proper form now, for uh, snatches. Now, hey. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's a slur. Can I say snatches or is that not Yeah, legal? but let's stay away <laughs> okay, from training. I, I'm sorry. Transmission. Transmission. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You want to take the last one, guys? I've got a rib out of place right now, so I'm uh, I'm hurting a little bit. I don't know what his wife did to him, but she did it pretty good. So she must have beat the shit out of me in my sleep because <laughs> a uh, little sock full full of other socks, grapefruits. Yeah, she was like, "Homie, don't play that, huh?" <laughs> That's right. So the uh, during an interview with progressive journalist Ezra Klein for Klein's podcast, Vox Conversations, Hannah Jones touted Cuba as the most equal country in the Western Hemisphere. Now, for those of you who don't know who Hannah Jones is, she's uh, pretty high up with BLM, right? Is it BLM that she's a oh, part of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, she's pretty popular. She's the one that like bought a bunch of properties and stuff, right? Made a bunch Five of money. Five properties. Yeah. Because apparently being racist really does make you money. I mean, just ask Al Sharpton. Yeah, that's right. So this was, quote-unquote, largely due to socialism. Are there candidates right now or even just places that you think have a viable and sufficiently ambitious integration agenda? And if so, what is it, Klein asked, prompting this little discussion of theirs. Furthermore, if you want to see the most equal, multiracial, it's not a democracy, the most equal multiracial country in our hemisphere, it would be Cuba. And that's what Hannah Jones said, even though she admitted that she's not a quote-unquote expert on race relations because the only knowledge that she knows is that she's rich, but somehow she's still magically oppressed. Of course. Now, I will say, and I've been seeing a lot of TikToks and videos online of people from the beautiful island of Cuba. Yeah. And they're like, dude. No. We're like, we floated on a fucking tire. To get here. To get here. For a reason. To get out of there. Yeah. And people are starving. Like, they're doctors. They're doctors. Make $50 a month. Not enough to live. But but they yet they're still expected to work just like that. Oh, of course. I would say we could use some of them over here. Granted, maybe their practices might still be from the 50s, but damn it, if they work, they work. They can. They can still do a trauma unit or something. Amen to that, because you know they just don't build people like they used to, right? But it just that to me shows that she has no grip on reality. 
and again, having seen Cuban people marching in the streets yesterday morning, I heard people telling their stories of their families. There were young girls that were on that stage that were telling about how bad it is. They were they, they broke down crying. Look them up. These stories will bring you to tears. Yeah. So Hannah Jones don't know shit, okay? Hannah Jones, you know what? Go take your fucking money. Go pick a house. Live in it. Maybe give the rest of those those uh, the super diverse, happy Cuban people. You might actually make a difference in somebody's world for once in your you know, lovely, to, you to know, quote life. to quote Eddie Murphy from Raw, <laughs> have a coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think Man. that's it for our subject, so huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. Guys, we're gonna move on to listener questions. Ooh. I wanna I wanna think of a different name like Barbarian Corner or the Horde or something. Yeah. The ho- the Horde ponders. I don't know. We'll figure it out. If of course if you got ideas. Send them our way. You want to take the first one, Gavin? Uh, you know what? You just hang out, buddy. I'll, I I got this. Let me take a sip of this Topa Chico in a second, though. By the way. Hard the, seltzer. Topa Chico's got a hard seltzer. Not bad. And I'm trying to go low carb again. And I've been doing pretty decent. I think I've lost like also, five guys, pounds this week. Before we get into that question, if you are looking for something that's low carb and keto... Vodka, water and ice, and a squirt of Mio. Mm-hmm. They have the Mio with like the zero sugar or whatever. Yep. It's good. So You know what? Another quick, quick note. I'm, I did a culinary experiment. and don't recall if I showed you or not. I made keto I don't know. steak nuggets. I know you never brought my cold brew, but. Oh, I haven't forgotten about okay. it. I was looking for grind, an H-E-B Did you yesterday. grind my coffee? I'm grinding them tonight after okay. here because I was looking for a place yesterday, but I could not find one. I, I, I did not forget. Okay. So, imagine <laughs> this. You can, you know, go to the store. Sorry, guys. I got to give them shit. I haven't oh, seen yeah. them in a week and a half. Yeah. You go to the store buy, and buy yourself those beef chunks like you would use for like, uh, like a... Like a chili like meat. Like a stew meat. Right. Okay, yeah. Now, the way I did it, and I kept it, again, low carb, I let it marinate with coarse black pepper, some, some garlic powder, not the salty kind, and beef broth. So can I, one thing, Yes. if you ever try it again, and I know this is going to sound counterintuitive, mm-hmm. instead of the beef broth or do a one-in-one mixture, put some Coca-Cola in there. The acid in the Coke will right actually tenderize the meat, the meat before you even start to cook it. So, uh, Very interesting. So I let this sit in the bag a few hours. It was probably like eight, nine hours. Got home. Took it out. I completely minced it, minced up chicharrones. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it, I just happened to have some of, you know, the, the normal lime uh, 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 paprika style, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, mill that up, egg wash, batter it, boom. And I fried it in straight up fucking butter. <laughs> it was absolutely Glorious. You know what that would have been really good on? What? My new Blackstone that's sitting out back. Ooh, that's right. That's right. You did get a Blackstone. I haven't seasoned it yet. It hadn't been seasoned, so we haven't used it yet. But, yeah, it's sitting out there. I'm, it came in yesterday. So. Nice. So I'm just saying, if you're ever looking for new culinary things, dude, it cut right down the middle like butter. 
That mm. butter helped, gave it this nice little extra hit of flavor. And there was, I don't calculate like a scientist, but I would say if there was more than two grams of carbs per serving, I would be legitimately shocked because, you know, chicharrones is no carbs. Right. So it was a very Fair cool enough. thing. Yeah. So on to questions. I know. Stay hungry, my friends. Number one, I watch TikTok. So do we. Yeah. And you can find us. Yeah, that's right. We need to start making some more soon. Yeah. BC Podcast. Quite often, the topic of body count comes up. Oh, so, yeah. So some men apparently think that if a woman has had a lot of sexual partners, her value goes down by a lot. Sometimes they don't even mean that high, like more than five. Do you believe that's hypocritical of men that have thought counts of themselves? Yes, I think. I think maybe that was supposed to be a high count yeah, themselves. Yeah, it is now, hypocritical. It is, but... If I can just, we're going to take a little bit of a deep dive on this one. Yeah. So it's explainable. I'm not saying it's not hypocritical, Mm -hmm. but just so you kind of know where it comes from. In the U.S., which was founded a puritanical society, Mm -hmm. so women were supposed to be seen, not seen as sexual beings. They were seen as these pure. Little angels that stay in the kitchen. Yeah. So it's very weird for some men to think of women as a sexual being who can enjoy sex just as much as they can because they were brought up in a a white bread, Roman Catholic, Southern Baptist household, and they just don't think that way. Now, What? who has the stoplight as far as relations go, at least in the U.S.? Women. Right. So when a man sees a woman who has a high body count, which five's not high. No. But uh, when he sees that, I can tell you in his head, and it's going to sound like bullshit, but hear me out. Women control the gas or the brake. So if he hears about a woman with a high body count, he's like, oh, well, she doesn't value herself because she's just let all these dudes <gasps> run through it. say she's a whore? Not at all. No. I mean, quite she frankly, she, she probably likes. just enjoys sex, and yeah. that's okay. But I'm letting you know what goes on because it's been pre-programmed that, you know, oh, you know, especially those who grew up in like a church-going household with the whole abstinence, marriage can wait, Mm -hmm. or love waits, whatever it's called. Um, So that's what's going on. Is it hypocritical? Absolutely. But do we know where it came from? Yes, we do. You just heard it. We're working on it. Um, It's really more about raising awareness. Now, I will say, I'm not going to say I've never made a judgment on a girl, <laughs> and not because of her body count, more because I see like a picture of an ex, and I'm like, really? Like, what the fuck were you really? <laughs> so that's more of the judgment for me. It's not. I don't care about your body count as long as you've had a test and you're clean. We're good to go. Well, I mean, not now. I'm married, but yeah, saying before, yeah, you know, yeah, hypothetically back in the day, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I my judgment was more really you, that guy. You let that go through. I mean, was this like a like a one night stand? Hopefully, like y- y'all were friends and you just kind of sort of needed it. But okay, bonus question: What's your body count? Oh no, we're not going there. No, <laughs> uh, uh-uh, no. Is it more than twenty? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I plead the fifth. <laughs> The fifth. There are many <laughs> amendments that I can plead, but I plead one, two, three, four, fifth. I, I'm afraid to count. 
I'm pretty sure it's probably over 40. I was in the military for 20 years and unmarried for 10 of it and overseas in Germany where European women are not fettered by these puritanical beliefs. uh, Do you want these titties? Yeah, just have at it. So, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not even going to calculate, but I know it's got to be over 40 by now. Anyway. my, My life. Anyway, yes. Okay. I've got one as I'm, you know, reading this word for word. Why is hooking up more important nowadays in an actual relationship? Now, the person who sent this, we've talked to him. Well, he sent us questions before. This was the guy who only would who would who can only perform if the, he's if he has that the, the the passion of an actual relationship. And if you recall, we were both like, "Hey, man, that's awesome." Yeah, that's good. That's probably like evolution stuff right there. So, but, in, so in this day and age, um, the world is seeing a lot of toxic behavior, and I'm not talking about toxic masculinity. That doesn't exist. Toxic behavior is toxic behavior. Right. It's, it's a human behavior. And there are so many people that because we're growing up younger, you know, it's weird because back in the day, people were getting married at 16, 17, like back in the 1800s because mm-hmm. they were already working and stuff. Well, that's because they not, also died at like 30. <laughs> right, but not that they're getting married younger now, but they're growing up faster again. Yeah. And, you know, sex is starting earlier. and Yeah, and and yet we're living longer. So, But you're also getting people in these toxic relationships. And how many of those can you go through before you're like, you know what, I can get laid. Why do I want to deal with somebody's bullshit all the time? Mm. Not only that, you see a lot of divorce guys where they're like, yeah. I'm not going through that shit again. Yeah, I hear it all the time. You know, it's things to think about. Plus, people don't have the attention span. They don't have the patience that we used to back in the day. So it would it, it would naturally appear that people on the average today are out for instant gratification. Oh, absolutely. And that, it, it, it is not good. And that has a ton to do with the just modern age, whether it be social media. I mean. I mean, don't you remember going online back in the early 90s? And waiting for. Five minutes. Waiting for that screen so you can see a boob. <laughs> you know, you're like, come on. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's. Oh, it's a whole titty. Trying yeah. to print it out on that dot matrix. Oh, yeah. What are you doing down there, son? Nothing, Dad. <laughs> and now, bloop, inst- instantaneous everything. Which and is really, I I hate to say this, I think um, online porn should be more controlled than it is. It's way too easy to come by. But to be honest, it was oddly easy to come by in the 90s, too. No, it was. I mean, it's if been you a remember news group. It's not a new problem. It's pretty easy. It's not a new problem, yeah. but there's so many more websites dedicated to it, and it's all free. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and you, a lot of it used to be, oh, if you want to see more, you got to pay per month. Well, and there's, there's a lot now where people are saying, I've heard parents like, hey, my kid tried to Google something and it came up. Yeah. Now, to be honest, 
that you could have probably controlled if your uh, uh, search engine was set up for you know to not. Yeah, but those, it. but yeah, those parental controls are only so good. Yeah, they. I, I I honestly think these porn companies probably design their stuff and tweak it so that it's easier to get found. Which you know that's what that's how advertising works, right? Well, and porn is addictive. Yeah, because is. especially with a young man, maybe not so much for the females. I'm not. 100% oh, sure. Oh, I know. I've known a few of that word. But yeah. I don't no, have the statistics, but thing. what we think about is when a male watches porn, what's he doing? He's going to jerk off. He's going to rub one out. <gasps> He's punching the clown. But what happens when he gets that release? Endorphins. You have endorphins. You have release of dopamine. You have yeah. serotonin. Very addictive substances that flood his system. Yeah. Normally at a point where he's hitting puberty. Yep. And his hormones are fucked as it is. Oh, yeah. Huge rush of endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, all that stuff. He's going to want more. He's in his hand. I have the power. That's right. <laughs> Too I'm soon. Just, I'm just saying it's, it's understandable. I, I can understand how they get wrapped up in it. And that also sets them up for failure because we all know normal sex is not, is not porn star sex. Yeah. I mean... I, if you ever worked as a pizza guy, I would love for you to shoot us an email. How many times did you ever actually get laid as a fucking yeah. pizza guy? <laughs> I got a large sausage. <laughs> oh, no tip. Okay, bye. But no, I can see why it's addictive. It's it's a chemical. Yeah, like any other addiction. So things things to to consider. And, and to be honest, marriage is not a bad thing. You know, in so theory. It's, it's not a bad thing, but both marriage and divorce have become an industry. Oh, yeah. Divorce so there's a lot party. Of people, there's a lot of people that see that. Not only that, Yeah, I'm talking about the lawyers. Oh, God. I'm talking about the child support system. I'm talking oh, about yeah. like all of it. I mean, the marriage is even more of an industry. You've got venues. You've got photographers. You've got videographers. You've got churches. you got, I mean, How much did y'all spend on your wedding? Oh, we did a JOP. Oh, y'all were smart. Yeah, well, she wants to do a power renewal, and I keep trying to. You want to do that, or you want to renovate the house? <laughs> so, I mean, you just bought these damn windows. Yeah, but so, it's it's expensive, man. I mean, it's yeah. And this is the thing: there are bridezillas. I mean, they hell, they made a whole show off of that. Absolutely about these gals who like. Well, if my if this isn't a six figure wedding, then my dream is just dead. Screw that! You better go find a seven figure man. Yeah. Because that six-figure dowry, you ain't worth it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if my daughter, when she gets older, if she comes to me and says, Daddy, I want you to pay for my wedding, I'm like, no. <laughs> Here's my thing. I would rather tell her, be like, look, I'll pay $10,000 for your wedding, or I'll give you $20,000 put on the house. Take the house. And I'll let, I'll let her make the choice. Take the house. Always take the down payment for the house. Yeah. But then, you know, you would have to phrase it. This only goes to the house. Oh, I, and yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be, no. Yeah, like I don't want to see you go elope in uh, some, some like island across in like Fiji for for like all 20 grand. Like, no, yes, absolutely that that would be cool, but no. All right, next one. We can go to Jamaica for three. That's true. Uh, what does it mean to lead as a man? And I want to say we, we've we've touched on these t- on this I kind feel, of topic before. I feel like this is a very biblical question. 
I don't think he was going for the biblical sense. I think he was going for more of the society, which well, why, I know based off of biblical. Why as a man? Why not just as a leader? Because at this day and age, if you're talking about in business, there's no more lead as a man. Yeah. It's just be a leader. And I'll tell you the best thing you can do, if you have employees, listen to them, value their input, and don't ever ask them to do something that you're not willing to do. If some shit comes down and y'all got to stay late, you better be there too. Yeah, just like those old captains who would go down with the ship. Although that reminds me, did we cover that story about the whole crew of Burger King that quit? Yes. We, okay, okay. We sure did. That leader didn't go down. No, but he went with his crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he did. But oh, no, well. I mean, that's really, listen to them, hear their gripes, their complaints. Some of them are going to be bullshit, but at least tell them, and keep them informed. I don't know how many times, um, not so much in the job I'm in now, but when I was in the military, come down, we got to do this. Well, why are we doing that? That's ridiculous. Because we were told to do it. Even though later on they were like, well, we got to do this because this and that. And then it all made sense when you see the bigger picture. Oh, uh, but they don't but like, when they you come tell down, you the small part. When you come down and say, do this because I told you to do this. And they're like, well, that's stupid. Then they don't want to do it. You don't get the buy-in. If you could be like, look, I promise this makes sense in the long run. I can't tell you why right now, but go ahead and do it, and I'll explain later. And then it'll all make sense. You're going to have way happier employees. They're going to be way more willing to do what you want. I don't even know if this is an employee thing or if this is no, a family I, thing. I think this was. I think this was meant to be more of a family thing, but this, but same stuff still applies, right? Like for instance, I had a very spirited debate yesterday about situations where a instruction is asked of to be done with, you know, let's put it in a business sense. Your boss tells you, Hey, I need you to get your crew and I, I need blank done. All right, cool. But what the middle guy doesn't know is that the boss was talked to by the employees and then they worked something else out. But now you've got that guy in the middle who's still going off of the original instructions. So now you're button heads with the people on the bottom. Right. And instead of that boss at the top, hey, up quick update. This is what this is this is how we're gonna do it instead. So don't do it the way I told you the first time. Try and do it this other way. Instead you're having an argument with the people on the bottom when the whole time if you'd had that heads up, things would have been so much easier. So I will have an argument about that later. I look forward to it. Next, what's your first thought on how to make a nickel lethal? So my first thought would be melt it down, make it into a shank because you don't have to reload a blade. However, I don't think a nickel is going to give you enough. No. Um, That'd be, well, I guess if you shot it through something. Like so, there's certain Nerf guns that shoot the disc. Yeah. I'm going to say either melt it down into a bullet or use it in an IED as a shaped projectile where it will actually turn molten and go through an object. That was that that was kind of deep. I like it. 
they used to do it to our armored up Humvees. Mm. They had, it wasn't uh nickel, but it was metal right? and it would turn and it would just melt through. So dang interesting here. I'm just like, Oh, I guess if you had the right, what, what those, those disc style nerf guns, man, you get that to the back of the, I mean, head. that could I probably mean, work it, too. It, I don't it, know. It could be done. <laughs> I'm just saying, have you, have you ever shot the nerve guns that used the the uh, balls? No. Dude, don't give those to your – there's a reason why it says 13 and up. Fair enough. Those things could leave a bruise like a paintball if, you, if, you're, if you're too close. So I could just imagine something like that, you know, in metal could do to the human body. It'd be damn near like a bullet, just a whole lot slower. So next question. What is your favorite berry, and would you rather have it on a cake or have a different cake? That's easy for me. I don't eat fruit, so I don't have a favorite berry. Isn't a melon just kind of a big berry? It grows on a does it, wait. Does it grow on a vine? Yes. And I guess it would be, huh? I mean, watermelon chilled, amazing. I've heard. However, I'm not big on fruit in the raw form. Yeah, if, if we're talking about a smoothie, count me in. But like strawberry, strawberry flavored anything. Yeah. Now, as far as a cake, I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. Okay. It's July in Texas, mm-hmm. it's fucking hot. Yeah. Yep, yep. 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 My favorite cake. My grandma used to make it for me. She has passed. My wife makes it for me now. You take a white sheet cake, mm-hmm. poke holes in it. As soon as it comes out, I know where. This and then is you going. take strawberry Jello. Mm-hmm. Mix it up. And I think you have to add something, condensed milk, or there's something yeah, you got to add. condensed milk. And you drip it all over them holes. You let it soak into that cake. Ooh, that sounds nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and then you take Dream Whip. It's got to be Dream Whip, not regular icing. It's got to be Dream Whip. Okay. You mix it up, and I think there's something you add to that, too. I'll put the recipe online if y'all ever want to try it. Then you stick it in the fridge for a day. It's a cold strawberry jello poke cake. And it's better than any ice cream cake that you're going to get from DQ. Well, because it's not ice cream. Right, right. It's almost like a jello tres leches. Like it's moist. It's tres leches for white people. Ooh. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, being racist, but it's I mean, like trailer trash tres leches. Um, no, I mean, because it's still very moist. You still have the jello. Uno it's leches. amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Yeah. You have to have the wife make one soon. Hey, thanks. She doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yell it louder. Okay. Uh, I, I have been craving cheesecake and key lime pie lately. We need to put in an order to Micah. Yeah, who's had, at, had at, you noticed? He's at Bliss Cheesecakes. He's, he's rocking. He is losing a few pounds himself. I've seen that, yeah. but he's also, I'm seeing some of the stuff, reviews of his cheesecakes. We had him on the show. If you want, go back and check out the yeah. audio. He was a great guest. It was like food porn in audio. And I don't remember porn. his website. I'll try to post it. It was Bliss Cheesecakes. If you Google Bliss Cheesecakes, Houston, Texas, you can find him. I still want to try that bourbon bacon cheesecake. Yes. I want to find out. I want to write him and be like, hey, can we put an order for like a half and half? Like... Yeah, give us. I like want a half a, a cake like of this, dual, and half a cake of a that. Dual sampler. We have the good vanilla that he but talked it, God, about. God, it looks so good. No, I'm telling you. Ah, okay, from a friend, from from somebody, 
How many bitches does it take to screw in a light bulb? This sounds like so, a bad joke. So my first question here is how do you get the dog to hold the light bulb in its paws? Or or do you give the dog a tactical carrier and you can have like an attachment to hold it on there and hope that the dog doesn't break it while it walks underneath the table? Because here's the thing, friend. We don't call ladies bitches. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I maybe it was a... I'm sure it was supposed to be a one while the others stand around and bitch about it, but yeah, but yeah. Now mine's very, my lady's very capable of changing light bulbs. I mean, she's going to gripe at me afterwards for not doing it, but, but she could do it. Yeah. I, uh, I tend to use the word bitch as a term of endearment sometimes, but people know if I say, then they know I'm not being mean about it. So I don't know. I will walk into my house, bitches, and all the dogs know that well, I'm that's different to, to, to uh, them. That's different. The way that came yeah, across yeah. seemed very much like a rapper, my bitches. This legitimately sounds like somebody who probably doesn't get laid without paying for it. Let me guess. You ain't got no bitches, but he's got a lot of porn. No bitches. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a very, you've probably gone through this. How do I replace my AC unit? Ooh, okay, so. First of all, you have to spend a shitload of money unless you know how to do DIY. Yeah, but hang on. Okay, first off, I want you to go check because your upstairs unit could be a different year from your outside unit. If it is, you could do it in stages. Yeah. You're, first off, you're going to have to call a guy. You're not going to do it yourself. You're going to call a guy. Find out how old your upstairs unit is. Find out how old your downstairs unit is. Also, if you mow your own grass, every time you mow, take a water hose over there, uh-huh. and the fins on the outside, wash it off. Yep. Because that can affect it, especially out here in Texas. If it's I, not getting enough airflow, it's going to be fucked up. My parents learned that firsthand. Some years ago, when I was like a teenager, we had this dog. His name was Fluffy for a reason. But he would sleep in between the house and the AC unit just to hang out. Oh, he! I bet he fucked that uh, yeah, all. Yeah, he fucked that. And sure enough, when they he destroyed the AC, the outside unit, and when the the guy came and took it, he was like, dude, it was coated with dog hair. Oh yeah. Because guess what? If you can't have airflow, you can't have transfer of uh, of air to to cool. And if, and if you can't transfer heat, you overheat. Now, I will say, if you have your guy come out and check it, which there's a lot of AC companies out there will actually come and look at your unit for a pretty low price. Yeah, 60 to sixty to 80 bucks probably. But they'll look it over and be like, hey, and just tell them, look, man, I'm not ready to replace the whole thing. Because they are salesmen. Depending on the size of your house, a total unit swap, you're looking at probably three grand for the outside unit, probably another – uh, thirty five hundred to four grand for the upstairs unit, probably about seventy five hundred altogether. Now, also, because they're just like any of us, COVID's hit them hard. Hopefully, you got some savings in the bank. Ask them, hey man, if I go pull cash out of the bank, can you give me a better deal? And they probably will, because some of them are going to try to keep it off the books. Normally, they have enough work coming through from these home warranty companies where yeah. they're going to charge shit out of them. 
Yeah. Where you don't have to worry if you're like, hey man, can I pay you in cash? They're gonna they're gonna cut you a decent deal. So check it out. Not only that, I don't know what you're trying to cool. Um if you're trying to cool like a garage space. Get like a window unit. No, 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 no. Not even that. Now it's gonna cost you a little more, but it's gonna be so much better. There's a thing called Mr. Cool. And it's a wall unit that you mount. You're gonna have to drill a hole through the wall that goes outside because there's gonna be a little outside unit. Runs you about a thousand dollars, maybe eleven hundred. Amazing. Their little remote control form, especially oh, if you have like a garage about, space. Yay wide. Yes. Tommy has one at Tommy's garage. If you have a garage space you're trying garage. to cool and yep. you really need to isolate it and you want that to be like your hangout space, it's eleven hundred bucks and it's yeah. gonna cool way better than a window unit ever would, and it's not gonna pull nearly as much electricity. And this is Texas, so if you really want to hang out without sweating, you're going to have to do something. Also, get insulated uh, garage doors if you're going that route. Oh, because nobody has insulated garage doors, factory. I wouldn't but if, okay, if, if, smart you, idea. if you don't, if you don't want to pay thousands of dollars for insulated garage doors, go get some of that foam board. They sell it at um, Lowe's. Lowe's, Home Depot, Ace Hardware, any of that. 12 to $15 a sheet. It'll probably take you six sheets. You get spray adhesive. You put it in between the little, um, where they flex. Mm-hmm. Good to go. Nice. Also, I would say this is something we're dealing with now. I'm trying to insulate the attic from the, they're coming out to do, we're getting the heat barrier put right. in. Yep. I recall that. Yeah. But I'm also doing, because upstairs I have a door and you open the door and there's the upstairs AC system. So I'm getting ins- insulated curtain magnetic. Ooh. How high so thick is that? You mount it and then you can still open it to get to the AC if you have to do any work, stuff like that. But you can mount it up there where you don't have heat. Cause I could feel it coming out from under the door upstairs. Oh, I was like, well, that's not good. That's not only that out the dough. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a uh, foam board to put around the top of that AC to kind of close that off. They're going to do a whole, hatch when they do the heat barrier over where we get into the mm-hmm. attic. So it's a whole thing. It'll be good once it's done. I'm not going to lie. It's expensive, but long hopefully term. in the long run, yeah. it will save us money. You'll see that return hopefully sooner than in later. about 40 years. So <laughs> what's La- next? Last one. Why are trade jobs overlooked? Why are people hell bent on promoting colleges and u- universities why not promote community college? I feel like we've talked about this th- one before, too. I think too. we have. That. There was a big surge after World War II and this big thing where college became so important. And I think that was but that was also that was also coming out of the Great Depression. Right, because you were either a farmer or, or you were a, in a right business or whatever it may be. You were in like a, a factory just putting together widgets. Or you had a college degree and you were somebody. somebody. Nowadays, it's not the same playing field. Now, I will say, I'm a process operator. Right. I'm not going to say who I work for and under that because I don't want them getting pulled into this. Process operators in the Gulf make more than anyone else in the U.S. Even California? I don't have their statistics. I would think they probably make more, but the standard of living is vastly more. So I don't but know. But it also, it out for not. the house I have here, it probably costs a million dollars in California. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I know, like, there's a plant up in Ohio that does the same thing I do, and they make noticeably less. Oh, I 
I believe it. But even the housing market up there is starting to get insane. So we're probably about to reach a bubble. But uh, we, Yeah, we shall see. So think about it this way. People who loan money want you to go to college because, quite frankly, they want to make the money off of your ass in the, as you pay these uh, student loans for decades on end. Well, and we've also talked about the fact that you know, colleges didn't used to be this expensive. You're right. And part of the reason they are now is because we started financing them. So they started charging more because they were like, oh, let's put this in and that in so that we can charge more. Amazing how that uh, pans out. Now, I will say, the event on Saturday, the leader of the commies that were shouting and, and had their signs, he is a professor at UT. A ca- oh, wow. A camera guy. Who, Can you say indoctrination? Yeah. And as a matter of fact, because he tends to, he's, this guy, I won't say his name yet, but he's on my list to get in the hot seat here. He gets to uh, contract his services to news outlets for on okay. boots on the ground video. And he straight up told me a lot of those people that are across the street, they're professors and teachers. Makes sense. Yeah. It's that sadly it does make sense. So I have personally gotten into arguments with people in the in the past and I'll do it in the future. Not everybody needs a four year school. Not everybody's cut out for a four year school. Not everybody needs to take on the debt of loans that you can't afford to pay back for many, 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 many years. Look, somebody's gotta make the sausage. Yeah. And nobody wants to know how the sausage is made. But they love the sausage. All right. And guess so. what? There's machines that are involved. Somebody has to, has to have the mechanical know-how to fix it. Somebody has to have the PLC programming know-how to set it up. Absolutely. And quite frankly, those guys are going to make more money than the person who's got this liberal arts degree or this minority studies degree and works at Starbucks and or is maybe a teacher. But they're oppressed. I saw... Right now, if somebody is looking for a new industry, if you wanted to be a plumber, you could become an, a, a plumber's apprentice for 50000 a year. I believe it. Yeah. I was like, so if you're all looking for work, and it's only, it's not that long to get the, uh, the first certification for yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's like a year or 18 months. Yeah. And you're pretty much in. So, you know, it's, that's a, uh, it's a job that will never go away. Absolutely. Even if we have the three seashells down the road, I've got someone th- still has to fix it. I've got three holes in my ceiling to prove it. <laughs> before, anyway, before we go, I wanted to give a, a, a quick synopsis here. This Wednesday, July twenty eighth, Kingwood, Texas, they're going to do a documentary called "Seeing Twenty Twenty. It is the censored science of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, I was asked if I could hurry up and just, you know, kind of talk about this. They're going to be doing a live screening and you can buy tickets online. Um, where at, I don't. Okay. So I've got the link and I can, I, I will shoot you the link to post. Cause you know, I can't post on Facebook. Right. So I wish I could be there cause I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes, but I'll be doing Tommy's garage. So what day is this? it's this Wednesday. Like they just gave me this. The gal who who's who is to put on all of these rallies, she sent me this like about four hours ago. And I don't know if she listens. Unfortunately, I'll be at work or I would yeah. be there. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she now knows about the podcast, and I I wanted to get her in, into the hot seat, but she said because of what she does, she normally doesn't let her face get shown. That's fair. Which I completely understand because there's a lot of people that don't like her. You know, so. Well, anyway. and if she's listening, we can always do a call in. We don't even have to oh, say yeah. your name. So. Oh, yeah. So, again, look, look forward. I've, I've made some pretty good contacts yesterday, and I'm looking forward to getting people in the hot seat, you know, either live or, or, or a uh, call in to kind of see what's beating in the, the pulse of America. So, with that, are you prepared to go home? So ready. So ready. Folks. Guys, it's mm. been, honestly, it's been a really long day. But I hope you're all doing good. To all the barbarians out there, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. If we didn't see anybody listening, we'd have probably stopped about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we continue doing this. This is not exactly how I envision the podcast. We got plans. This is really, when this podcast started, I wanted to promote small business in the area. Right. I wanted to have guests in. I wanted to talk to people. We really haven't been doing that for a while. But, you know, to your, you know, life things happen. Schedules can can, can be pretty, you know, crazy. So. We're going to try. Yeah. I just want y'all to know we appreciate you. If you get a chance, check out the coffee. Oh, get the coffee. I'm going to grind it. They're still open. HEB is open right now. I'm got to go tell them, hey, look, I'll pay you a dollar if I have to, to borrow your damn grinder. And I'm going to work on getting some. There's a couple T-shirt sites where you just upload your design. Because mm-hmm. I know we kind of dropped the ball with T-shirts, and I apologize, but I work like 80 hours a week and do this. So <laughs> there's a lot going on. But we love you guys. We appreciate you. As always, I'm Dustin. And I'm Gavin. Y'all be good to each other. And good night.